Welcome to the Alpha Female Podcast with me, your host, Robin Baldwin. This show is to inspire you to embrace living like an alpha female. But what is an alpha female? An alpha female is a powerful and assertive woman. Her confidence is due to being an intelligent and intellectual problem solver. She chooses ambition and is proud of it, but strives for a happy and healthy work-life harmony. An alpha female puts herself first, sticks to her priorities, but nurtures relationships with all the people in her life. So let's get started. I've alluded to in the past how I use essential oils in my life to uplevel my health. They're just basically a tool in my healthcare tool belt. If you're confused about how to use essential oils and you have no idea how to incorporate them in your life, I want to provide you with my top 10 ways to use essential oils cheat sheet. So head on over to bit.ly forward slash oil cheat sheet. That's bit.ly forward slash oil cheat sheet. O-I-L-C-H-E-A-T-S-H-E-E-T to get your free copy now. You are listening to the Alpha Female Podcast, episode 100. All links and show notes can be found over at robinbaldwin.com forward slash podcast. So today on the show, you have me, just me, Robin Baldwin. Um, I figured I would do a solo episode to celebrate 100. I am so grateful for every single one of you, whether you've been here since episode one or whether you've just discovered the podcast and you're hanging out. Um, I thank you for letting me have time in your earbuds, uh, on your airwaves, whatever, in your ears. I really, really appreciate it. So I thought what I would do is uh, kind of another recap of this season of 2017. So after 50 episodes, I did, um, you know, what I've learned in 49 episodes. And now um, this is what I've learned in 100 episodes. So technically, it was 49 in 2016, 49 in 2017. So what I've learned from 98 alpha females. Um, And it's been a really cool journey. And I absolutely love every single woman that's showing up um, and how they are providing you tips and tricks, but also just kind of being themselves and showing you that alpha female looks different. And that's really cool that it doesn't, you know, define one certain type of person, um, but that there's so many of us um, that really love the, the definition as it stands and how it's evolved with the show um, and with all of you and with the guests. Uh, and that is really cool to me. So let's do a fun kind of recap. I'm going to share one thing that I've learned from every single guest from episode 51 on. I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet because I value your time. As always, you know, I try to keep the episodes to 30 minutes. So let's see if I can adhere to that principle. So in episode 51, we had Sankana Semilovic come on the show. She was a yoga tune-up instructor, if you remember. And what I absolutely loved, um, and I kind of went back to prepare for this show and looked at quotes, I loved that she said that alpha females thrive in discomfort, but not pain. And that kind of stuck with me because really, I don't want to live in discomfort. I don't want to live in disease. One of my core desired feelings is ease. How do I make things easier or how do I go through life with ease? But when you think about it from a yoga 
perspective and you're holding a position, especially if you've ever taken a yin class where you hold, you know, a position for maybe five minutes at a time, there comes a point where, um, the position may be completely comfortable, but you hit a point of discomfort. So like, let's say for example, you are holding pigeon, it's a massive hip opener and you may be completely flexible. It might be, um, comfortable to be in that position, but five minutes in, you're like, I really want to get out of this. I like, why am I doing this? Why am I here? Your, you know, your thoughts start running. Um, and it takes a certain part of your character to actually push through. I don't want to say push through that pain, but be in that pain, be in that discomfort because you're not really in pain. You are in discomfort. And when you come out of that on the other side, um, you experience a lot of growth, whether it's, you know, more flexible, uh, joints or the ability to actually be in discomfort. So that, you know, when you're showing up in the world in discomfort, discomfort situations or uncomfortable situations, are you able to actually calmly endure and move through that? So that's what I kind of loved about, um, her episode. Then came Rachel Adams on episode 52, and I've referenced her quite a lot. Probably like the most out of all of the guests was she shared, um, you know, the dirty yes versus the clean no, which I'm a big fan of. And I've been pondering it a little bit more, um, especially after diving into Tim Ferriss's new podcast, um, The Tribe of Mentors. He talks um, and has an entire episode on how to say no. And I absolutely love that some of the, you know, the people that he reached out to, to be mentors in the book actually said no to him. Like who says no to Tim Ferriss? Um, But it was really kind of cool to see that perspective because on Rachel Adams show in 52, she said, you know, you don't really need to explain yourself. Like just say, no, I'm sorry. I can't. Um, I can't do that right now, or I can't partake, or uh, I'm sorry, I don't have time. And then not explaining yourself um, versus the dirty yes, where you say yes, and then say no later on. Um, But I think that distinction was really just kind of, you know, cut and dry. The added layer that I'm learning from Tim Ferriss is that you really can explain yourself, especially if it's someone that means something to you, you may be an acquaintance, or you've had you know, several interactions versus, um, you know, an outright cold call email or phone call, you can say, you know, I would love to be involved in your project right now, or I'd love to come on your podcast. But right now, my priorities don't allow me to do that. And explaining yourself, but also thanking and being gracious to the asker is really important because you're not diminishing what they're asking you to do. And sometimes, you know, when you give a clean no, um, and there's no explanation, you're leaving the person kind of thinking like, well, what is it about me? Uh, am I not worthy of them? So it, we're, it, you know, we're human. We always like to tell stories in our head. So explaining to someone that I'm sorry, I don't have time to do podcast interviews right now because I'm trying to ensure I publish my podcast on a daily basis. Um, I would love to be on your show. I, I think you're doing great things. I know you'll be successful, but I can't say yes at this time. And that feels good to me. So I kind of wanted to layer that on to the whole clean no versus dirty yes conversation. In episode 53, we had powerlifter Kaylee Klitzing, um, if you remember. And what really stuck with me from her interview is that she tells herself every single day that she's beautiful. 
And I think we need to give ourselves a little bit more love. We don't talk a lot about self-love on the podcast, but actually physically telling yourself you're beautiful in the mirror. I think you guys have all seen that YouTube video of the little girl in the mirror giving herself a pep talk. Um, But I think I need to do that more in 2018. So that's what I'm taking away from her episode 54. We had Margaret Schlachter. I think I said that right. Um, and she talked about being like a nerd for info consumption. And after having Geraldine Power on the show later on in the season, she talked about Strengths Finder. I think if you guys remember, she actually gave us a website. I went and did it, and my my strength is love of learning, and I'm obsessed. So what I'm taking away from her episode is that it's great to never be complacent. It's part of the definition. It's great to always want, you know, self-improvement to educate oneself, but there's a balance. So like knowing when to consume info and when to take a break so that you're not overwhelming your alpha side, because that do mentality of the alpha female will constantly want to educate and constantly want to consume information. So this is the only time you're allowed to like talk about, no, we can talk about harmony, harmony, but there is kind of like that balance harmony conversation of like consuming info implementing it versus just like constantly consuming and not doing anything with it, which will drive your brain crazy. Or at least mine. Episode 55, we had Lisa Van Ann, kickboxer. And what was really cool about her is that she's got this 4M principle on how she takes care of herself. And I just wanted to bring it back up because I think it's a great reminder for us when we're thinking about how we structure our day or ensure um, healthy habits within the day. So meditation, movement, music, and mindfulness. So if you remember back to that episode, she is definitely a fan of the solo dance parties for one um, in your in your house of residence. Or <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Um, but lately I've been seeing people dancing in public and I've been like drawn to wanting to dance in the gym in between sets and I get all embarrassed, but, um, definitely solo dance parties at home. Um, and I have to be careful cause my younger puppy rogue, she's not a puppy anymore. She's over a year old, but if I dance really awkwardly, she jumps on me. So I have to be careful of solo dance parties at home. Okay, episode 56, we had Amber Eve, and she's actually one of the longtime listeners of the show, and I invited her to come on because I want to give a perspective of the show of guests um, that are learning how to really own that alpha female side. And so I just wanted to kind of remind you guys that in that episode, she talks about how she's an alpha female in the making. And what I love about that is that we're all alpha females in the making, technically, Like it's not a destination. You don't reach a point where you're like, I am an alpha female. Like alpha female just means how you show up in the world and how you take care of yourself. And that is constantly going to be a work in progress. So for anybody that's listening to the show and it's like, oh, I'm not an alpha female yet. Yes, you are. I'm giving you permission to own that terminology because we're all alpha females in the making. Episode 57, we had Leslie Ann Scorgi and... What I absolutely loved about this episode is she talks about um, one of her pain points is being more present in um, 
everything that she does, whether it's work or life. Um, so the, the, the whole part of the harmony equation. And I've been really conscious of how I am not actually being present in moments and I get really mad at myself, but instead of getting frustrated and mad at myself, which I can do very well, I just have to change my scenario or situation to support myself fully. So I noticed after listening to a few episodes, especially when I'm you know, doing the publishing and posting them online to go live for Friday morning, I'll re-listen to the episode to uh, do the quotes posts for Instagram. And sometimes I'll listen. I'll be like, you're not paying attention to your guests. Like you're just letting your guests talk and then asking the next question. And I, if you're a longtime listener of the show, you've probably heard it. Um, you're like, Robin wasn't really all there that episode. And it's totally true. So, and it's because I had my phone near me and I was checking Instagram and like who liked my post. I have turned off notifications on my phone, but yet I thought it was a good idea to check while my guests are talking. So to any guest that has felt that I was a little distant, I apologize. I am a work in progress, an alpha female in the making. And to support myself better, I just fully leave. So now I have, um, I'm in a new full-time job. We're recording this, um, in December and I have a new full-time job that I started in November. And when I record, uh, the episodes for 2018, you'll hear it conversations just flow so much nicer because I have left my phone at my desk and I've been recording in, uh, you know, an empty boardroom. So that is how I am setting the scene so I can be more present. You'll also hear one of my future guests talk about how her and her fiance actually like leave their phones at home when they have date night. So how can you support yourself better to be more present in situations? All right, 58, Andrea Klassen. Um, she talked about how she was like excited to go back to work and um, even go to the gym and how she, um, you know, sometimes we're judged for uh, wanting to be a working mother and not spend all of our time with our kids. And um, it's really the part that I really pulled from this is that whatever you choose to do, the priority you choose to set in your life, you just have to own them. But if you have any, you know, mom guilt or corporate woman guilt, if you like that is all self-imposed guilt. So how do we remove that guilt and just own the priorities that we've chosen for ourselves? And if those change later in life, it's completely on you. No one is keeping score. Uh, they may be watching because we share it publicly but it's on you. And if you choose to change and you feel like explaining it to people, you totally can, but no one is holding you to that. Sorry, I'm sipping in between because I am fighting a little bit of a tickle in my throat. So I have a ginger tea, tea beside me. So I apologize for the sipping noises. Okay. Episode 59, we had Lisa Simone Richards and my favorite, and I put this in one of her quote posts on Instagram. She says, get clear on how you serve others and then just provide value. So that's the uh, most important takeaway I got from that. And it's super simple. Just get clear on how you serve others and then do that. Episode 60, we had Anastasia Gorshkova and I've butchered her name. I apologize. Um, we talked to her. My biggest takeaway from her episode was how she does the brain dump at night. And I started doing this. I used to just do a brain dump on Sunday 
but I do now pull out my my weekly planner every single day. And if I have more things kind of going around in my brain, I add it to my brain dump from Sunday. And then I highlight exactly what three things I need to do the next day. So although I've written it down, I kind of just review it before, you know, shutting down for the night, going to spend some time with my fiance or puppies, or even just going to bed. 61. I talked to Natalie McNeil, absolutely amazing entrepreneur. And what I really, really got from her interview was um, in her definition of happiness, she talks about alignment and she talks about alignment in like being an alpha female too. So I love that it kind of came full circle and um, how alignment was so important in terms of how she shows up in the world and how she actually creates happiness for herself. And so whenever I am really drawn to a word, I always type it into Google and I type in definition. Um, And so alignment means arrangement in a straight line or in correct or appropriate relative positions. And then a position or of agreement or alliance. So it doesn't really kind of like... It doesn't really speak to me, but then when I also look, it's like alignment is also the route or course of a road or a railroad. So when I look at that, that actually um, really kind of speaks to me a little bit more because say, for example, we use my purpose in life. So like I have a purpose to teach people how to be proactive with their health so they never have to deal with um, an autoimmune diagnosis. That is my route. That is my course. That is my road. So when I show up in the world and provide value around that, I am in alignment to my purpose. And then I am happy and I'm being an alpha female. So um, maybe that challenges you to kind of define it a little bit more directly on course of a road or I love it. It's it or railroad. Okay. Episode 62, Melissa Bufanos talked about battling with rest and kind of, you know, being kinder to herself as she healed, um, and is healing from, um, a concussion. So how many of my alpha females, especially if you've been really epic in the fitness world, really battle with the, the line that's drawn between rest and being, and being or feeling lazy. It's a really, really hard line. And I don't think anyone has it figured out. So, how do you just define it for yourself and be okay with where your body is at right now um, in any type of healing that you're doing? If you have no idea what the battle between feeling um, lazy versus just resting your body is, power to you. You can ignore that last part. <laughs> okay. Episode 63 was Dr. Nakesa Remy. And I absolutely love that she, ch- like her and I chatted about how to communicate with your healthcare team. So if you're in the process of working with different healthcare professionals and you're a little frustrated, how do you just learn to communicate a little bit differently? That's, that's what I got out of that episode. And that's my challenge to you. Episode 64, we had Shanna Bromley. Mm. And I really loved that she talked about how she recharges in solitude. Um, and you know, no phone, no screen time, nothing, just like recharging and solitude. How many times do we actually like go out in nature or have a bath without some sort of device nearby? That's my challenge. I like, I always go into the bath and like watch Instagram stories. But if I need to recharge, I just need to set up my situation a little bit differently. Episode 65, we had my namesake, Robin Scrigley. 
I don't know, I struck struggling with words right now. Um, and she talked about really having like tunnel vision when you're building a business, a side hustle, a passion project, or taking care of yourself. Like sometimes you just need to put on the blinders and not look at what other people are doing around you, but really figure out what you need to do for yourself. And that applies to business and in health. Episode 66, we had Michelle Tamblin Sabo. And I loved kind of chatting with her because I think she was one of the first guests that really started talking about masculine and feminine energy. And I think you noticed that that was a theme this year. So I love that she kind of brought into the alpha female definition that we are not only assertive, but also really, really vulnerable. And it's a beautiful, intricate, woven harmony of the two within uh, everything that we embody as alpha females. Episode 67, I learned from Alex Federico that when you eat well, you feel well. And it's so true. In this day and age where people are talking about treat meals and cheat meals and just in like intuitively eating how you want, if it does not make you feel well, then you are not eating well. And that may be me on a little bit of a soapbox. So if that doesn't speak to you and you get a little kind of triggered from that, my apologies, but I really truly believe that when we feel better in our body, um, we have more energy, um, our body is less inflamed. So as much as there is intuitive eating and not depriving yourself, it is really choosing the things that serve your body well. So, uh, and that's because I live with an autoimmune disease that does not allow me to treat myself because if I do, I get inflammation, I immediately notice a difference in my energy. So, um, for those that are battling autoimmune diseases, it's a little bit more harsher because um, we we really do struggle uh, with things that do not serve our body properly. So if it does not trigger you, you don't notice a difference in energy or inflammation, then power to you intuitively eat how you need. Um, but we are definitely all going to have different relationships with food. So this is kind of my personal opinion and I don't want to upset anybody with that, but that is what I got out of that episode. Um, and something that I do kind of want to share with those that are battling immune problems in their body. Episode 68, we had M Haas who talked about, um, you know, not doing things that, that don't serve her. So she talked about, you know, not opening a Twitter account, um, when she was launching her personal brand, because she didn't have the time to debt to dedicate to a whole bunch of different platforms. Um, and it's again, like putting your blinders on when I talked about tunnel vision on Robin Scrigley's episode, it's the same thing when you're building a personal brand or business you do not need to do what everybody else is doing. You need to do what serves you, what time you have, or you outsource it. <laughs> um, but let that be a little bit of a reminder to kind of erase the comparison syndrome. Episode 69, we had Alicia Latham. And I absolutely loved her quote that things happen for us, not to us. And that's always a really good kind of lens to put on when, um, things may be presenting in your life that seem difficult, um, but they're happening for you for growth, for resilience, for strength. Um, they're not happening to you. Episode 70, we had Alicia Rubenstein who talked about eliminating screen time and how she types on a 
um, a typewriter at night. I absolutely loved that. And I, that like stuck in my head. So how can you just choose to eliminate screen time? Cause although it's, you know, it's today's day and age, we are digital, we're on computers, we're on phones. Um, it is really nice to just kind of eliminate that at times. It's not about detoxing, but really being, um, careful with our choices, I think is what I want to say. Episode 71, we had Jessica Bartram who talked about doing affirmations at night. And I actually want to mix this with, sorry, I've got notes. Um, I think it was Anna Lozano, um, episode 97, who talks about how she has a gratitude and desire practice. So I love combining all three. So having a gratitude practice at night where you, you know, write down all the things that you're grateful for. And then you also write down your affirmations that you want to achieve. And that may be around your desires. So one of my affirmations right now, because I've been working on being insecure, um, is every single morning I write down in my journal, I am safe, secure, and loved. Um, So I'm doing it in the morning, but you can figure out wherever in your day it suits you. Episode 72 um, was Sarah Vermont and she actually changed the definition of the uh, female one. Um, I don't know if anybody noticed that it was updated after episode 72, but she said, can we stop saying like, put yourself first so that you can have more energy for so-and-so and so-and-so. She's like, just put yourself first, period. End of story. <laughs> so I changed it because that really spoke to me at that time. So yes, we have relationships with other people. But at the end of the day, you cannot be doing things for other people. Even if you're a mom, even if you're a wife, a fiance, a girlfriend, a sister, a daughter, whatever, you have to put yourself first because of you, because of your choice, not because of being more for somebody else. So I changed it in the definition. I hope it spoke to you guys um, and didn't upset too many people. Episode 73, we had Lindsay Webster. Um, who is a female advocate in the OCR world. And I absolutely love that she shared something on the podcast that she hasn't shared in social media. And that was talking about equality and sponsorships between her and her husband. Um, And I was just super happy that she decided to speak out and felt comfortable enough sharing that on the podcast. And that was really cool. Episode 74, we had Farrah Foster Manning, who talked about um, really... Uh, living in kind of circadian rhythm and uh, honoring that. And so that was kind of cool. I started doing a little bit more research into circadian rhythm um, and did some things like really ensured that not only do I have the Flux app downloaded on my computer, I have it on my computer at work as well, um, but I also have it on my iPhone. So my phone definitely dims dim in the morning, it's dim in the evening. Um, and that's really so that I'm not getting the blue light when I need to, um, be slowly waking up or slowly going to bed. Um, there's a lot of research. I actually think I heard an episode of the good life podcast around blue light for actually energizing you, which is so true. If we turn it off when we're going to sleep, then of course it would energize us during the day. And so having that Um, is potentially not a bad thing. It just depends on how we're being exposed to it. Episode 75, we had Lauren Roberts. And I absolutely love, because she is, you know, in the business of helping people to heal, uh, people come to her and say, like, fix this. 
And I love that she put this kind of spin on it is that it's not about fixing pain, but it's about adapting. So this really spoke to me because I also kind of thought about it from an emotional standpoint. And it's not about fixing emotional pain, but how do we use that emotional pain to become more resilient, more strong, uh, more wise in this world and not um, fix it because we are not broken human beings. We have just gone through different things. Episode 76, we had Laura Davidson. Um, and I don't know if you could hear it in my voice when she says that she's never stressed. When I ask her how she winds down at night, she's like, I'm never stressed. I was like, what? And then I, then I thought about it again and I, it was true. Like she just chooses not to be stressed. Stress is a choice. Having a full schedule, being busy. Those are all choices that we have. Um, and so I've been very, very cognizant. I actually don't think I've said I'm stressed since then because I choose not to be. Episode 77, Colleen Nolan, she talks about how she like needs quiet in the morning and she's got family and she's told children, nope, mom's time to be quiet. And for some people that may have been a little harsh, but again, she is taking care of herself first. End of story, period. Um, and so just letting people around you know what you need to thrive as a human being and having like giving yourself that permission is everything. Episode 78, we had Nichelle Loss, who has a ton of of boys in her family. And I love that she makes to-do lists for her family. And if you are the organizer and the planner in your family, there is no reason why you can't. But I love that she gets her family on board and they're in charge of their to-do lists, even if she makes them for them. And I kind of love that because I totally do that to Mike. Like He's got a honey-do list of things to make. I don't have deadlines against them, but like, I would really like my front hall closet to be finished in the new year. And I would really like, um, you know, the floating side tables on our, um, headboard to be finished, but they're on his list on his to-do list. He can, he can finish it when he so chooses. Okay. Episode 79, we had Kelly Sullins. Um, and what I got out of her episode was that she meal preps, um, twice a week. So for someone that gets really overwhelmed with doing like one meal prep a week, like that can be really overwhelming. Um, but doing it in kind of two periods may serve you so much better than just the one meal prep. Should meal prepping and planning be something you feel called to do in your life? Episode 80, we had Sophie Coulthard. I never, Sophie, I'm sorry. I never say your name properly. And she recently left the corporate world. Um, And she told me it was like partially because of the podcast, which just floors me when people tell me that. Like I absolutely, I start bawling like Mike can attest to this because the fact that this podcast has helped people step into roles that they feel called to do is everything. And I know there's a ton of you listening that are in the corporate world that have no interest in leaving the corporate world and power to you. You're just trying to figure out how you take care of yourself. But there are a lot of you side hustlers out there that do want to become an entrepreneur or entrepreneurs out there that are trying to figure out how to take care of yourself better too. And so like I know um, there's a, a, a different different kind of audience, like you're all different. Um, you're not just like one demographic, which, which is cool. Uh, but I love when Sophie told me that she decided to um, 
leave her full-time job. And she is now on the other side of the pond in England, absolutely spreading the word of work-life harmony. And I absolutely love that because there needs to be more people talking about it and not just me. So Sophie, if you're listening, I love that you're doing that over in the UK. Episode 81, we had Natalia Juarez, and she talked about how she needs to do the hardest thing first, and it's the eat the frog mentality, where you know you take a look at your to-do list and you tackle the hardest thing first. I am not that person. That is something that I like admire and need to move towards. Like I feel called to do it, but I definitely do the easy things first. <laughs> okay, 82, we had Jessica. Um, and she talked about how she wanted to bring in quiet confidence into the mix. And I really, really loved that part of our interview. And I don't know why it stuck with me so much because I do a lot of talking. Like I, I blog, I social media, I have the podcast, like I love talking, but being humble and being um, like quietly confident in who I am as a person without like shouting it from the rooftop is really important to me. I, um, I do brag when things are going really well in my life because I believe it's important to actually celebrate them and I don't see them as bragging, but I absolutely love that she brought that into the mix and I haven't figured out how it's going to show up in my life, but that's what I got out of the episode. 83, we had Veronica Grant and Veronica, um, and I had a really good conversation about how it's really hard to hear when people have limiting beliefs that we've already worked through because we've already worked through them. We're on the other side of it. We look at that person or listen to that person and we're like, okay, here's the answer. Here's how you get through it. Um, but then we need to hold space and have that patience for them. And so, uh, I really loved that part of the conversation because it just reminded me that, you know, we all have different limiting beliefs. We've all worked through them at different speeds and at different times in our life. And it is completely everyone's responsibility to work through them. It is not my responsibility to pull somebody through a limiting belief. And so that was a really great kind of reminder. Natalie Back, one of my, one of my girls that I went to high school with, um, I'm going to read out the quote image that I made for pen, uh, for Instagram for her, because I love these questions and I wanted to bring them back in this episode to challenge you as you're, you know, going into 2018 and goal setting. Um, I want you to kind of answer these as you do that. So who do you want to be? Uh, what do you want to do in this world and what life do you want to create? So, um, Thank you, Natalie, for bringing that into the show. And um, I think that's really, really kind of cool to kind of set intentions around that. 85, we had Kelly Tracked, and Kelly talked about being intentional. And I just wanted to bring that into this episode because that's going to be different things for everyone. But how can you be more intentional as you show up in life? I'll leave you with that. 86, um, Najina Abdullah talked about um, at when she became more vibrant, more healthy, she felt more powerful and had more success in this in the world. So how do you bring more vibrancy into your life? And I think the question that I ask all my guests, how do you nourish yourself is really, really important because how do you nourish yourself so that you can feel vibrant? Um, so um, I'm asking you that and let's see if you guys can answer that as you set some physical and emotional goals for the new year. 
87, we had Cassandra Bodzak. Um, and I love that she has kind of work breaks when she needs them in between creation, whether it's, um, you know, business creation, or let's say, you know, like doing tasks around the house. How do you just have breaks within your day? Um, so that you can kind of break up that, uh, that creation time. And that's what I took from that episode. 88, we have Jessica Debray and she, um, she talked about failure, you know, and, uh, the first time she tried to become an entrepreneur, she failed and had to go back to full-time work. And then she worked as a side hustler before going back into the entrepreneurial world and how failure really can fuel you. So if something, um, is really bothering you in terms of something that you failed, how to use that as fuel. That's kind of like an age old saying that so many podcasts kind of talk about and is a really big conversation in the entrepreneurial world. But, um, how do you just apply it to yourself versus kind of looking at other people's failures and how they fueled them? 89, we had a Ryan Talme, who is so lovely. And what I got from her, she said something around being really present to your own rules. And this kind of goes back to Andrea's episode, you know, when she talks about you know, wanting to go back to work right away and wanting to go to the gym, um, and having to hire a nanny. Um, we, I think we've had another guest, Tara Thorne talks about nanny as well, but you know, her priority is work and there's nothing wrong about that. So when you are present to your own rules, you know, I have structured my day so that I am working nine to five and I don't feel bad about it because I am present with that rule that I've set for myself. So no matter how you have structured your life right now, be present to your own rules. And then if you do want to structure your life differently in the future, as you make changes, always just own the rule that you're creating for yourself. Own your priorities. Episode 90, we have Teresa Jen Lopatron, and she talks about um, having off-season needs. So, you know, alpha females, we can be go, go, go. And uh, we're usually celebrated for it. But when we go, 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 we usually run ourselves into the ground. So how do you just be more cognizant of rest time or off-season time? Episode 91, we had the lovely Jill Coleman on the show. And she talked about unpacking your insecurities so they don't keep manifesting in your life. And um, that really spoke to me. And that's when I got from that episode. 92, we talked to Ashley Shrokis and what I got out of this and one of my, you know, one of my strongest core desired feelings is ease. And how do I go about life with ease? And I think I'm very similar to Tim, (laughs) Tim Ferriss as well, because he talks about how, you know, how does he make things easier? Um, things do not need to be difficult. Uh, they don't necessarily need to be easy, but how do you go about life with ease? Um, and I did post a blog, I think it was in November around the topics. You can always head on over to robinbaldwin.com and find that one. But that is kind of my challenge to you is how can you just create more ease in your life? Episode 93, I love that Savannah Peck meditates in the sauna. And what I got from that episode is that I really want a sauna in my house. (laughs) Episode 94, we had Gerilyn Power. And what I loved about 
her episode. So Jessica Kufer brought in quiet confidence into the definition, but Sherilyn Power said that, you know, how do we bring in humble ownership? And I still don't know how that's going to show up in my life, but those words really speak to me. And that's what I got out of that episode. 95, we had Marnie Wasserman in the show. And I don't know if you guys can tell, but I get really excited when my guests have dogs as well. And we talked about um, how can we just be like our dogs? Like our dogs are super happy when we come home or when we get up in the morning. Like how can you just be like a dog happy? Um, You just make that choice. Whenever you wake up, whenever somebody comes to the door, you just are happy. Episode 96, we had Tara Thorne, who really talked about structuring work versus life hours, you know, and during work hours, not thinking about life and during life hours, not thinking about work. And that's going to look different for everyone. But I know that that spoke to a lot of people. I got lots of messages about that one. So if you figure it out, you can be the next guest on the podcast and we'll talk about um, tips and tricks to make that happen. Okay, so we already talked about episode 97, Anna Lozano, and you know, finding mindfulness in her day and gratitude, gratitude and desire practice. And then 98, we had Jocelyn Freeman, who um, has had a, probably like the biggest impact on me in terms of how I'm moving forward into 2018. And she said, when I do less in alignment, I get more done and it feels better. And I, I have been trying to be a recovering overachiever. Like I keep, I know you've said that on the show, but it's true. I'm a recovering overachiever and my goals list is actually so much shorter than it has been forever. And it feels like I'm not accomplishing as much and it feels weird and good all at the same time. Um, so this, this episode is airing in December. My tradition is to post my goals on my blog on December 31st sorry, on January 1st, I do a recap post on the 31st. So look out for that blog post because that will be considerably shorter than it has been. And then last but not least, um, episode 99 with Heather Dominic. What I really, really loved about her episode is that she talked about walking in New York. And I don't know why that's stuck in my head, but um, many of my guests don't have a fitness routine and you'll hear it. You know, we constantly talk about like movement routine instead. And so many guests are really like big fans of walks and I haven't really implemented it in my life and I think I'm being called to. So that's what stuck with me. All right. That was a lot of talking. I feel like I spoke really fast too, because I was trying to get it done, um, in a decent amount of time. So thanks for sticking with me. I hope that some of these things also spoke with you. And if you had different takeaways from the episodes, I would love to hear them. So always you can post it in the review or you can get at me on social media or the website, reach out to me, slide into the DM, however you want, you know, like messenger pigeon. I don't know. Um, but I am always reachable. So I would love to hear from you guys about what really stuck out from you and what you're taking forward into 2018 directly from this show. Thank you guys for being here. And, um, I look forward to another season, more alpha females, more interviews. I got a little bit, uh, some changes coming up in 2018. I'm not posting the full like written version of the interviews on the blog. So if you guys are listeners and you've never gone over to the blog to look at the show notes, cool. Um, The other thing is that I'm adding one new question. I am asking them, what would they tell their 20-year-old self? So um, stay tuned for some epic episodes coming up in the future. 
Uh, I hope you guys all have an amazing December. And if you celebrate different holidays, I hope you have a beautiful holiday time, whatever you're doing with the people that you love. Have an amazing day. And thanks for hanging out with me on the show. For the listeners of the Alpha Female Podcast, Audible is now offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial so you can check out their service. There's some amazing books like You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero or The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash alpha. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash alpha for your free audiobook. Thank you for listening to the Alpha Female Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I would love you to eternity and back if you would be so kind to open your podcast up of choice. Go do it now before changing to the next episode. And just leave me a rating and review. It'll help other alpha females find this podcast and join in on the conversations. You can find more of me at robinbaldwin.com and join us next week for another inspiring chat. Have a spectacular day.